0: I think we said we would be gone for six weeks and that six weeks turned to 11 months.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I think when we said we'd be gone for six weeks, actually, the the listeners didn't even get to hear us say that
0: because <laughs> <That's true.
1: laughs> we did record a post-Winter Olympics debrief uh, full of... Mostly full of talk about one athlete in particular, Kamila Valieva.
0: Kamila Valieva, yeah.
1: But all this discussion about a Russian child kind of felt out of place after the Russian invasion of Ukraine. And I think that was one of the reasons why we thought, oh, maybe, maybe this is not the time.
0: Yeah, I mean... But now it's the time!
1: Now
0: it's the time! And, like, I suppose I should say welcome back to the Olympopod... Well, can't even say it anymore. (laughs) Welcome back to the Olympopod episode... I can't remember. What episode is this, this, Chris? uh, This is is a bonus Olympopod.
1: This is what we could call a... Hmm. What could we call this one? Wait, I have it. I have it. Okay. Ready. We are. This is a callback. Yeah. Are you ready? I'm ready. You might call this an intercalated Olympopod.
0: Yeah, you might. I mean, the only thing was is, is that our last intercalated pod was actually about the intercalated Olympics. Yes. So yeah, yeah. But okay, I will. I will take it. This is our second ever intercalated games.
1: Well, yeah, that the back then it was called. Uh, intercalated olympopod athens 1906 this time we can call it intercalated olympopod clonmel 2023. 2023. <laughs> yeah. maybe drop the clon yeah. no we can't drop the Clonmel. yeah whatever yep. you want you're you're the one who's gonna publish it in the end so yeah uh but you know ruth All in all, and life happened to both of us in different ways over the last few months. And it was about finding the right time to return uh, and also finding the time to um, get back in a stride where we can do each of the rest of the Summer Olympics leading up to Paris 2024. Mm -hmm. And I had a look and we're recording on a Monday evening and Paris 2024 is 564 days away Mm -hmm. next up for us after this intercalated olympopod uh, catch-up episode uh, is the uh, games of the 19th olympiad mexico 1968 Mm -hmm. which gives us 564 days to do 14 full olympopods
0: that seems very doable
1: Yes, which is, on average, one every 40 days.
0: (laughs) We can't do that.
1: I think that's very (laughs) suitable for us. I I think we could do that and a few bonus ones in between. So, if you like your episodes every five to six weeks like we do, (laughs) this is perfect.
0: Yeah, yeah. Okay, so Chris... So the big news before we um, broke off for our 11 month hiatus uh, was that there was rumors about possibly the weightlifting uh, facing sanctions and possible cancellation from the Olympic Games, which is an absolute travesty because, you know, it's, it's needed. It's my favorite sport. We need to have it there. But we're now hearing that Boxing faces being excluded from the 2024 Olympics. Now, I feel like a lot of sports often face the prospect of being excluded. They very rarely are actually excluded.
1: Incredibly, and I'm just saying this now, they, they have been left off the program for 2028 in LA mm. already. But Paris is yeah at breaking point as well. To be fair, uh, it seems like they're not really helping themselves uh, after the IBA, the International Boxing Association, and its Russian president, Umar Kremlev, recently uh, renewed a multi-million dollar contract with the Russian state energy supplier, Gazprom. <laughs> mm,
0: mm,
1: mm. Not, you know, read the room.
0: Read the room. Read the room. Um, it would obviously be devastating for Ireland if... yes. Boxing was excluded. But, and we always try and alienate one group of listeners, every single Olympopod. So here mm-hmm. it goes. When I went to a live boxing match at the Olympics, it was Rio mm-hmm. 2016. I mean, it's very difficult to follow it seems extremely arbitrary, and then there's lots of scandals that come out after where you're going, hmm, hmm, was this worth those nine minutes?
1: <laughs> uh, well, yeah, it's, it's a fair point. One of my favorite Olympic moments, or sort of like being at an Olympic event, to be fair, was a boxing match in 2012 and the quarterfinal, which Katie Taylor won en route to winning gold um, boxing is responsible for just over half of Ireland's total medals at the Olympic Games those not taken by the USA and Great Britain mm. um, yeah 18 out of 35 so it's
0: going to be yeah, it's yeah, yeah. tough
1: um, and, and I know we like to think of ourselves now as a, a rowing powerhouse but that is just two two good rowers <laughs> <laughs> responsible for two out of the three rowing medals we've ever won. Two sailing medals, one a que- only one equestrian, which is... Well, at the well, goals, well metal, the, yeah, yeah. The goals, well, well. Which, uh, <coughs> that'll come in the oh, uh, Athens Athens Olympopod.
0: Don't we have a lot of swimming medals?
1: We do. We have three golds and a bronze as oh, well. Yeah. <laughs> Coming in a later... Uh, <laughs> how many... Are any of these legitimate? (laughs) (laughs) We have four four goals in athletics. Um,
0: In fairness, that horse in Athens was the one who was doping, not the athlete. So, Keanu O'Connor. Yeah, so I think that's very unfair to be stripped of that. Like, we don't know what that horse was going through.
1: So I've mentioned five of the six sports in which Ireland have gotten medals in, Ruth. Athletics, boxing, swimming rowing and equestrian what is the sixth one which is responsible for two silver medals and one of them very recently <laughs> very re-
0: oh okay we will be cutting out this silence <laughs>
1: 2016
0: 2016 um what was it chris
1: it's a sport which is would be very popular from uh, very popular in uh The part of town where you resided a lot in your life. What? (laughs) It's a very D4 sport. What? It's sailing. It's a very posh sport.
0: Uh, Did you not already mention sailing?
1: No. Did I already?
0: Yeah. Well,
1: you can remove that from (laughs) there. Anyway.
0: Just in case you didn't, didn't, I'll I'll just say for the B-reel. Yeah. Is it sailing?
1: It is sailing, Ruth. Annalise Murphy, 2016, got a silver uh, most recently. And there was another uh, sailing medal back, way back in 1980 in Moscow. Uh, Yeah, there you go. So, where were we? (laughs) Boxing, (laughs) Ruth. You were wondering what other sports you'd like to eliminate from Paris 2024.
0: Well, as long as weightlifting is secured it's going to be a great olympics oh and also we have a break we sure do oh and you see i i used the correct term there yes break uh which i'm actually quite looking
1: forward to have you have you registered for tickets
0: um I, I no not yet oh, oh, like I, I find i find the whole booking of tickets for the olympics mm. um very stressful very, um, now how do well? No, we're not officially sponsored or partnered with anyone, we're, so we're, we can... cer- we're
1: certainly not, <laughs> otherwise, we wouldn't have to worry about buying tickets.
0: Um, <laughs> it does the system for buying tickets outside of the country is often a mm-hmm. bit dodge. I know they have one official partner for the selling of tickets, I'm calling that company a bit dodge,
1: yeah. I, th- I think there's a new there's a new process this time i uh-huh. believe All right so paris 2024 have their own or like you pre-register for it mm-hmm. um, which i have done okay. i received a mail saying uh, you have completed the first step exclamation mark and then christopher you are correctly registered for the draw <laughs> <laughs> it could allow you to access purchase uh, to access a purchase time slot during the Make your games pack sale phase. that's quite a quite a phrase. Uh, starting on the 15th of February. Stay tuned. You will receive an email informing you of the results of your draw. Uh, so I need to check my emails regularly between February 13th and March 15th. And if I'm selected in the draw, I will receive an email with a specific purchase time slot of two days uh, two days before the said time slot. And then once I, uh, once my time slot begins, I have X amount of time. I think it's 48 hours to uh, purchase the games packs that I want. So it's like, yeah, it's quite a, uh it seems to be quite a organized process this time. So it's not a like a fastest finger first, but it is a bit of a lottery.
0: Well, what I was going to say is that you could make this into A competitive sport of its own keep the original as well as speed booking Mm -hmm. and then and then also have um what would you call this would you call this freestyle booking or
1: Uh, freestyle booking yeah freestyle booking uh, freestyle yeah i like it yeah
0: yeah so and uh soon then the kids and one random 40 year old south african will start street booking
1: (laughs) they sure will uh speaking of sports that have had to uh shift a little bit to uh, be cool with the kids. Uh, Modern Pentathlon was one of our favorite stories. Mm. Uh, Pretty much in every Olympopod that uh, it has existed in, even before Modern Pentathlon was in the Olympics, we were just looking forward to it being in the Olympics. And so for Paris 2024, they are still going to have show jumping. Uh Uh-huh um uh, but modern patathlon has been cut from the preliminary list of sports for la 2028 Mm. so they they needed to they need to change something in order to um to fix this and get in to la Mm. and so they have decided to drop riding after paris 2024 uh for those of you who don't remember it's after German coach uh, Kim Reisner struck a horse.
0: She punched the horse. She punched the horse. It. Let's use uh, she, let's use the official language. She punched it. The after official the horse, language was punched. Yeah.
1: After the horse was made an athlete who was leading uh was leading the modern Bethathlon cry because it was a bit of an arse. <laughs> Not to say the horse deserved to be smacked, but the horse was an absolute arse. <laughs> Um, and I'm not backing down from this one years later. I'm still going to hold on to this. Uh, it was the horse's fault that uh not that it all happened, but you know, you know well, you okay, know. Yeah. anyway, <laughs> that was at Tokyo Chris it says, refused to, punch horses. <laughs> don't punch horses. just don't have stupid horses in random, stupid horses in this competition uh when it refused to jump a fence and uh, it led to widespread criticism of the sport note did not lead to widespread criticism of the uh, the coach i think there was a modicum of criticism uh, so in may last year the uh, pentathlon modern pentathlon organization uh, announced that obstacle course racing would be tested as part of the uh, sports fifth new discipline uh, in place of show jumping uh, with hopes that it can keep modern pathathlon modern, no, in the Olympics. So, Ruth, I decided to take a look at uh, this obstacle mm. uh, obstacle course racing uh-huh. because it's such a weird name. And uh, the UIPM, the governing body, released some training tip videos for obstacle course racing prior to <laughs> <laughs> prior to the uh, world championships this year and so i followed the trail to a video uh, presented by Gregor nietzko and kasia konachik who described themselves as professional obstacle athletes
0: mm, mm, yes
1: and i said to myself what could that actually be <laughs> It's Ninja Warrior. It's okay. just a slightly easier version of Ninja Warrior. I looked at this guy, Gregor Sniecko. He has been in Ninja Warrior Poland. And it's Ninja Warrior, which, you know, is great. But Ninja Warrior is not easy by any means. <laughs> have you seen a Ninja Warrior? I haven't. I'm just trying Okay. Okay. You have a look at Ninja Warrior after we finish... Uh, okay. And I, are you
0: also recommending that all our listeners pause the podcast yeah, and and sure. have a look? At yeah. Yeah. War- if you
1: haven't seen Ninja Warrior, um, it's something that was very popular in the USA first. Um, still is. I mean, they have a. It's a TV show. Um, it's difficult obstacles, and when they fail, they fall in water. Um, but the people who do it are incredible athletes. They're like a great mixture of lot of. Almost like I don't know, not not quite bodybuilders, but uh, like strong, strong people. But also like climbers and parkour athletes, gymnasts. It's a it's a nice mixture of all of those things. People come in from different sports. Um, there's an American handball player who has done very well in Ninja Warrior over the years. And so yeah, the, take a look at it. It's quite interesting. Uh, very different to show course, jumping, right. <laughs> let's just say. And uh, I wouldn't be surprised if the current crop of sh- uh, modern pentathletes will decide, hmm, maybe this isn't for me anymore and and then retire after 2024.
0: Uh, yeah. Yeah, so the one thing I'm taking from this is, is the international pentathlon governing body listening to the olympic part because we have actually made a number of suggestions of how mm. to make the pentathlon cool and hip with the kids and one of our suggestions was obstacle swimming yes which i still think obstacle swimming is mm. definitely something that should be there and has had of being in the olympics
1: yeah This is a halfway measure towards that, I would say.
0: Yeah, but the other thing that we did suggest, whether it ever got to a podcast that was published or not is another thing, but um, I suggested that instead of horses, they have bikes. And they will be in different states of repair slash models. (laughs) It will be the look of the draw. You either get a fixie uh, (laughs) or you can get a mountain bike or whatever. And Penny farthing. Penny farthing, yeah. I think it will make for a really interesting spectator sport. And it still keeps that element of, oh my God, what has just happened Mm. to the pentathlon.
1: Yeah. I'm a big fan of the of including bikes in it as well. But in terms of getting it to LA 2028, um this is a very LA type of thing to bring in. So they could be uh, could be making the, the right decision. Mm. Time will tell. But horses on the way out. Finally, Ruth, there will be some equality in sport.
0: Boo!
1: Men! will be allowed to compete in artistic swimming at the Olympics for the very first time in the sports history.
0: Good. Like, do you know what? <laughs> I didn't know what you were going to say,
1: but... <laughs> it wasn't this. And it wasn't
0: that, and no. I support it fully. Uh, I can't wait to see it. Yeah, It is... You know, I watched some of the artistic swimming, and I remember we did a daily update pod after I'd watched it, and... um. It is so difficult. It is so difficult and I mean yes, it shouldn't be a sport just because it's too hard. It's like I'm there's you watch the Olympics and obviously you see people who are fitter, stronger, faster than you are. But like the artistic swimming is just too hard for people it shouldn't be there so i'm glad it's there and i'm glad men are coming into it too
1: yeah well uh maybe that that's the reason why men haven't been competing in it (laughs) it's just too difficult
0: like no Uh, you're not allowed to breathe for the next 90 seconds but please do several uh flips and also pretend to be a bicycle as we push you out of the water (laughs)
1: Like. (laughs) yeah yeah so artistic swimming uh Formerly known as synchronized swimming, uh, as we, we all know it by, I think. Uh, men finally allowed to uh, compete in the team event with the new rules permitting no more than two men in a team of eight competitors.
0: Okay, so I like that, that it's a little bit of equality, but not too much.
1: Yes. Um, men have been allowed to compete at the World Aquatic Championship since 2015, and there's a pioneer in all of this, an American swimmer and coach, Bill May. He was the first ever male world champion uh, at the 2015 championships in the mix Duet Technical and has been one of the leading voices lobbying for change. Uh, If I may quote him, he said that uh, men, men in Olympic artistic swimming was once considered the impossible dream. Was it? Was it, Bill? (laughs) (coughs) It gets better. This proves that we should all dream big. The male athletes have endured. Now, though, their perseverance and the help, uh, with the help and support of so many, all athletes may stand alongside each other equally, reaching for Olympic glory. So I'm getting real 1940s vibes here, but (laughs) the other way around.
0: Yeah, um, it took until 2024 before sport could finally accept men for their talents Um, Uh,
1: yeah Pierre de Coubertin would be proud
0: yeah he would he would (laughs) yeah anyway (laughs) do you know what I don't agree with duets in artistic swimming
1: no you need more people
0: need more people the more the Mm -hmm. better um eight did you say yeah needs to be a minimum of eight
1: yeah well that's the only competition in which men will be allowed in the eight Eight person one. Uh how do you feel about reprochages, Ruth?
0: As in beep.
1: <laughs> Reposhages as in the, the rounds in competitions where uh teams or athletes who haven't qualified previously have another chance to qualify. Second chance. Um, the the backdoor system.
0: Yeah, like I, I like I I'm I'm fine with it because it means there's more sport. <laughs> Yeah, I'm grounded with that, Chris. Okay. But why? Why?
1: Well, because you... it's good news for you then. Okay, okay. Uh, because uh, for the first time, uh, there will be uh, reprochage rounds in athletics at the uh, at the Olympics. In oh no! Don't agree with that. Oh dear! Well, <laughs> that's
0: the that's the one. Of, that's no, no, no. Oh. Uh, the one discipline that I wouldn't approve of it in. Oh no.
1: uh, well. Oh dear. Well, then this is not going to be music to your ears. Uh, <laughs> It will involve repechage rounds in all individual track events from 200 to 1,500 metres, including the hurdles events. Um, athletes in these events who do not qualify by place in the round one heats will have a second chance to qualify for the semi-finals. Also, the spacing of the events uh, at the Paris Games means that doubling up will be possible in the 1 and 200 metres, the 8 and 1,500 metres, the 5 and 10,000 the long jump and triple jump and the the two walks as well because uh, none of those events will be happening on the same day so they won't have to compete in more than one discipline on a given day i, I can't remember what was your stance on winning multiple medals was too okay or no so so, so i one? mean my
0: stance on winning multiple medals is really inconsistent
1: yeah. and
0: um <laughs> okay. Yeah, I, I think you can win multiple medals if they're very clearly different events.
1: Okay. Mm. So, absolutely, not,
0: absolutely is, win no. a gold in the one hundred meter uh, backstroke. But then, if you want a second gold medal, you're going to have to go to the shooting range.
1: Okay. So we're we're thinking real Paris, nineteen oh four. Yeah. Uh, vibes here. Yeah, if, it's broken, uh, it. yeah. <laughs> if it's not broken, don't break it. What?
0: If it's <laughs> not broken, don't fix it. <laughs>
1: Yeah, uh, I'm just sad that it's not in the 100 metres as well because I think that's where, you know... There's such fine margins. Yeah, fine margins and also uh, like a nice variety. I want to see repishas including athletes from Djibouti, uh, Cook Islands and... Ireland. Papua New Guinea and Ireland all competing for another chance to to get through. Um, But you can have that in in the other events as well. So Hmm. I feel like... You know, for me as an athletics fan, I'm always very biased towards Irish athletes. Over the years, always getting nervous about whether they their time is good enough to be one of the the uh, lucky losers or the, uh, the small cues, yeah, the, the small cues. Yeah, so I feel like there's going to be a lot more of that going on, which is good. It means more sweating over Irish athletes' chances or lack thereof of reaching the semifinals.
0: Mm. How do you feel about Denmark's chances in 2024?
1: Actually, pretty good, I would say. Uh, yeah, I think it's going to be a good time for Denmark. Uh, they seem to have a lot of good athletes. Uh, they have uh, Kasper Rude, who's just... Is that, a, is that the Danish one? Or is he the the Norwegian one? Damn it. <laughs> Kasper Rood No, he's the Norwegian one. Which is the Danish tennis player who's just come out... He's just like broken through. Like literally, in the last ten months, he's become a a top Holger Rune. Yeah, Casper Ruud, Holger Rune. You could understand, Mike. So, Mike, no, I'm going to let you start there. <laughs> okay, uh, you know, Holger Rune, who's just 19 years of age, has uh, made it into the top ten of mm-hmm. the ATP rankings. You know, there's a great gold medal opportunity for Denmark. The handball team, both on the men's and women's sides, have really good chances of medals, potentially gold in both. Uh, so, yeah, uh, that's pretty much all. And badminton, yeah, maybe a team, team event. Uh, they don't really care about any other sports. <laughs>
0: And, so, and just, as far as the
1: sports they care about, good times Good for times Denmark. for Denmark, yeah.
0: yeah. Um, and just in case this is your first Olympopod that you're listening to, I mean, first of all, how did you get onto this episode as your first mm. episode? But anyway, fair play to you for getting this far. But um, the Olympopod has long been the official supporter podcast of the Danish Olympic team. And if you want so, to know why, listen back.
1: Yes. Uh, they have they have uh, got a good amount, thirty one medals in sailing as well, seeing as mm. we're on sailing. Um, but yeah, I think tennis, tennis and handball—that's uh, what it's all about for Denmark in twenty
0: twenty four. I think one of my things that I said before about not liking. Uh, athletes winning multiple medals and you really just like threw that into the conversation uh, and that is another deep cut uh, <laughs> but I kind of felt that it's it doesn't really it's not really fair when you've got a whole team winning gold medals and then mm. you know it's only one I think it should be you know at least two I you mean
1: for a team sports yeah 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 also when the team sports are the ones that generally last the entire two weeks
0: i just <laughs> do, do you know what it is i just think there's too many swimming events that's it that that's that's all that's that is yep. my beef that's fair but i um, also think there should be more aristocratic athletes who are involved in five very different disciplines, and who just sort of arrive in Paris with no shoes.
1: <laughs> uh, yes. What else have we got in the twenty twenty four program that that could be removed? Do you reckon here? So, About break like breaking to be
0: removed or <laughs> I
1: mean, breaking is in. Yeah. Uh, so, skateboarding, sport climbing, and surfing yeah. will still. Uh, still be in the in uh, the mix. Mm. Uh, let me see here. I'm hmm. I'm a
0: big fan of climbing. I'm okay with that. Yeah, especially when it's fast. Though, so, is it too fast? Does the wall need to be bigger, taller, twice as tall?
1: Twice as tall. Twice uh, as tall. Uh, I I don't I don't think that, <laughs> that would make it not so fast anymore. Yeah, that's I, fine. Uh, from what I've been seeing in these videos, it seems like. Uh, the, if you climb at that speed and ability for much longer than they do, uh, the pump is going to get very real in the arms and then it's going to become really painful. Then mm-hmm. you've got slow climbing, which is the other event.
0: Yeah, very yeah. much the other event.
1: Yes. Yeah. Hey, I I mean, as somebody who has tried bouldering, that's the only kind I can do. <laughs> And let me tell you, that's uh, that's tough enough and enjoyable enough. And I'll never never do any of that at any speed worth mentioning.
0: Okay, so you're not like this wasn't a hint to the listeners that you'll be in Paris for a different reason.
1: No dice. Nope. (laughs) I'm far too large for that, and not talented enough. More importantly. Surely right. that's to be
0: in more of a bounce then if you're too large. Yeah. <laughs>
1: no, gravity, gravity, Ruth.
0: Okay, uh, and, sorry. And yeah, climb, yeah, yeah, And
1: and yeah, pulling up all those kilos.
0: Yeah,
1: yeah. It's uh, it's tricky.
0: I still think football should be out.
1: Yeah, football's really taking the piss, still, isn't it?
0: Like, whatever about let's have street football. Let's have like. I mean, we've we've honestly offered the IOC so many different variants of football to write all of these Olympopods. Like, they haven't called us, they haven't even sent an email being kind of like, do you know what, yeah, football should not be in the Olympics. Mm. We like your ideas, we're going to look into them. They haven't.
1: (sighs) They really haven't. They really haven't. You know what other sport has too many medals? (sighs) Shooting. There's... 15 different competitions in shooting at Paris 2024.
0: Yeah, but you know what? At least they have the decency of having some of them at the same time. Whereas, like, you never see in the swimming pool that, like, they decide, okay, we're going to have the freestyle, we're going to have the backstroke 200 metres, and we're also going to have a relay going on at the same time. They never do that. And that maybe would make things a bit more interesting.
1: Maybe. Another... Fine suggestion.
0: <laughs> that olympic size pool is going to get a whole lot wider.
1: Uh, there's been some naughty people in Japan. Some a Japanese bribery scandal has been uh, has been hitting the headlines uh, over the last few months, and uh, it's bad timing as well because uh, Sapporo were uh, considering a bid for the twenty thirty. Winter Games, which I think is almost certainly not going to happen now.
0: Yeah, didn't means... they just vote by a two-thirds majority to not yeah. get involved?
1: <laughs> exactly. Probably <laughs> probably for the best, given everything that's happening there. Uh, and general, I mean, the whole sustainability of hosting these games. So it looks like it's going to Salt Lake City, as uh, that's the only one left for 2030. <laughs> It's
0: <laughs> really becoming the way that uh, yeah. the uh, Winter Olympics are getting chosen.
1: It's uh, well, Who's you, can left? Only beat, you can only beat what's in front of you. Uh, <laughs> but Sapporo's Winter Games bid uh, was caught in a blizzard, the Japan News reported last week uh, amid allegations that the executive uh, Haruyuki. Takahashi accepted money from companies seeking to become sponsors or marketing agents for the 2020 Games Uh, he was indicted for a fourth time uh, this time in connection with payments allegedly made by an advertising agency and the company that produced stuffed toys based on the Tokyo Olympics Pokemon style mascots Takahashi has denied the allegations
0: hmm hmm when it comes to world sport, you know, you have to admire the grind. Um, and yeah, if it, he's innocent until proven guilty, but he's definitely guilty.
1: <laughs> well, you know what? Uh... <laughs> yes, Chris. <laughs> well, we won't have to worry about who's guilty or not at uh, Paris twenty twenty four. Because they're planning to have a zero crime Olympics, yeah, How I, did you like that for a segue.
0: <laughs> well, I heard that. Is, aren't they going to have police the, to make sure pe- people aren't rollerblading?
1: They're gonna ha- <laughs> no, the opposite.
0: <laughs> I knew it was one. Of, I knew it was one of them, and I just it, decided to go with full confidence. Oh, with, oh it was a fifty-fifty oh, chance.
1: It was a fifty-fifty <laughs> chance. And I guess in that case, that you, like me, was reading Inside the Games today. I was. Well, (laughs) I know. It actually just proved that one of us was reading this article. The other (laughs) one looked at the headline. Uh, Michael Houston reported it uh, today that skating police to be rolled out for zero crime, Paris 2024 Olympics. (laughs) The only roller skating police unit in France is to be used. ...for the Games as part of its security operations. Its nine skaters are to be mobilized during the Games... ...as part of a Zero Crime Olympics plan. The Three uh, three of the team members, Gael, Antoine and Basile... ...spoke to the French publication uh, 20 Minutes... minutes, ...explaining where they usually patrol on, on their rollerblades... ...using the rollerblades... And usually they uh, visit tourist spots, such as Notre Dame, uh, the Louvre, and uh, basically just make sure nobody's misbehaving. And uh, Gael said, most of the time passersby are curious and rarely disrespectful, said Gael. And uh, Basile and Antoine added that photos with the public are common when on patrol. They say, this direct contract with fluid and friendly people is really a plus of our job, says the directly Google-translated quote. Yes! <laughs> <laughs> I was just going to query that, Chris. Um, well, this, the, the quote is in English. Yeah. <laughs> directly translated from the Vant uh, uh, publication. Yeah.
0: Okay. Um, Chris, I have two questions. Related to each other. Go on. One are they armed?
1: Um, let me see. I mean, would you arm police on rollerblades? I mean, that's asking for trouble, isn't it? Yeah, that's
0: that's that's, that's why I'm asking. Like I'm asking, like,
1: uh, it's a good question, Ruth. Um, I'm looking at a picture of uh three of them from behind.
0: Okay.
1: Um, they don't look like it. They're... Looks like they have. Uh batons. Okay. Yeah.
0: Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah.
1: Um walkie talkies, but no visible guns. They are wearing knee pads. Mm-hmm. That's uh, all I can report on. Okay. For now.
0: What is this is my second point. Mm-hmm. What is one of the best winter sports according to the Olympopod?
1: According to the Olympopod, um curling
0: yeah no obviously i was gonna say biathlon chris (laughs) that was (laughs) the
1: second choice yes biathlon (laughs) was my number two
0: yeah biathlon um this seems like the perfect way of bringing biathlon into the summer olympics now i know it's in the pentathlon but that doesn't really count
1: um so yeah instead of running they should be on rollerblades they should be on rollerblades Running is boring. If, yeah, like for the, they're just sub. Like they're not as good as actual runners. So why make them run?
0: Yeah, and I also love inline skating, and I think that that yeah. should be a summer game too. So yeah, I would like to kick out football, maybe tennis, um, and. Oh! <laughs> but um, denmark's
1: gold medal chances yeah ruth. okay
0: yeah no in fairness i wouldn't do the dirty on denmark I, um, my number
1: i think my number two favorite olympics moment was on a tennis court so yeah like uh, seeing seeing things in person yeah
0: person. okay golf
1: ireland's chances ruth
0: yeah i know but like sometimes we have to take something for the team
1: yeah. Well we're doing that big time boxing <laughs> yes, we... to be honest.
0: Well we're doing a big time across the board we're really just letting the other countries uh, have their moments. Yeah, we're we're, yes. we're we're just happy being there. Um but yeah so I think like inline skating and inline biathlon by by by, by linerton yes
1: yes biathlon.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yes <laughs> um i think should be there so nice. ioc if you need someone to chat to i am an ideas person yes, get in are. contact That's we have a sure. we have we have an email don't we yes <laughs>
1: yeah <Olympiapod> at gmail.com
0: <laughs> when's the last time you checked that
1: <laughs> uh when's the last time you checked it <laughs>
0: I'm not sure I know the password anymore, but yeah. <laughs>
1: I think we can uh, wrap it up. Uh, yeah. For today, okay. Ruth.
0: Okay. Uh, when's our for next one? For those of
1: you, yeah, that's uh, that's a good question. Uh, we have up to forty days. To get, actually, that that doesn't count because we have starting from now. We have to do one every forty days until Paris 2024 begins. Mm-hmm. So let's well from. Thursday, I'll be uh, commentating the World Handball Championship, which I recommend all of you follow uh, with vigor and passion because it's going to be a great championship in Sweden and Poland. After that, we'll release, and that's going to be at, in, uh, at the end of January. Let's say we're going to release yeah. the next one. Mexico, 1968. Uh, I'll see if I can find my notes that I have prepared for that <laughs> almost almost a year ago. And, uh, <laughs> and we're going to laptop. try
0: to, and, we're also going to try and have a guest.
1: But oh, yes, I mean, like, will.
0: but like, that's, that's just pushing, um, that's making us accountable. That's making yes. us accountable. We're Absolutely. releasing a new Olympopod at the end of this month.
1: Oh my God.
0: With a guest. <laughs> we need to tell them that. <laughs> but, um, yeah. And in the meantime, you could listen back to all the original Olympopods.
1: Exactly. I barely remember what was in any of them so uh let's listen to them all again
0: yeah and it will also help if all the listeners listen back to them all so that they can inform us what we have previously said God. uh you know so email us at that Olympopods at gmail.com yes. i want to say or, i want to say on twitter or on twitter yeah um yeah on twitter do you remember what the That's password it. for that is oh yeah i do i do yeah I was on it. (laughs) I tweeted from it, yeah. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. You sure did, Ruth. You sure did. (laughs) Anyway. I'll catch you next time. Mexico 1968. Until then.
0: Listen to all our original ones. And goodbye. (laughs) We're back! We're back!